Hi everyone, it's me, your host and relationship enthusiast, Dr. Y. And I'd like to thank you for tuning in to listen to the first series of podcasts on relationships for singles and the married couples. In today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the building blocks of a successful relationship. The building blocks of a successful relationship. Contrary to what we see in the movies, it takes more than just the feeling of love for our relationships to work. Success is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And that 99% perspiration comes from hard work. And so if we're hoping to have successful relationships as singles, we need to know that our relationships will involve our emotions. That's the 1% inspiration and then effort. It is the same principle even with the marriage relationship. Today, I will focus on the singles because every married partner started out as a single and it's important we get the fundamentals right because they invariably impact on our marriages either for better or worse. Now to have a successful relationship, there'll be a number of things we need to take on board. And the first thing you need to take on board the first building block of the successful relationship is the fear of God. The fear of God. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. So a lot of us leave God out of our relationships. Even believers are guilty of this. Running them on conventional ideas, fads, and wisdom, and then we wonder why our relationships fail. But we need to understand that not all the conventional fads and ideas surrounding us on the issue of relationships are premised on the wisdom of God. For instance, a common trait that is synonymous with lots of relationships that singles are involved in is sex. But God says, stay off sex till you're married but because lots of people choose to follow conventional wisdom rather than what god says we see lots of relationships that can best be described as sexual alliances rather than real love relationships where everyone has sex indiscriminately till they both get tired of each other and break up and then they go and look for for new sexual partners in the name of having a relationship. But you need to understand that it is God who builds relationships and the partners have a role to play. Uh, that role that they have to play is uh, by acknowledging, you know, acknowledging God and then also seeking to live by his principles in that relationship. You say, you say you are in love with someone uh you need to understand that the source and the author of love is god god is love and so it's good for you to recognize him as the source as the giver of the gift of love and you know strive to live by his principles so um within this fear of god which is the first building block of a successful relationship there are several elements to it so the the first element is that you acknowledge god himself acknowledge his presence acknowledge him 
and then you seek to live by his own um, principles in that particular love relationship that you are in and um, those principles you will find them in 1st Corinthians 13 verses 4 to 7 uh, which uh, talks about a range of virtues so let's look at each one of these virtues do you understand of of love as it were so we're still looking at the first building block which is the fear of god and we're looking at all the various elements uh, that make up dimensions that make up what you call the fear of god again i take it first one you have to acknowledge him and then secondly live by his um principles in that love relationship and the particular principles that we're looking at are the ones that you will find in first corinthians 13 4 to 7 so the first thing you would uh you know the principles that you would uh, uh, look at is uh, remember the very first before we start looking at those principles um god has designed sex for marriage so um, within that particular love relationship that you're in as singles it is good for you to practice sexual abstinence you want to have sex with god's blessings and what god intended what he had in mind when he created sex was that it it should be um, had within a particular context so while you're still on that path or that journey to getting married it is good to leave sex out of the equation so you practice sexual abstinence you keep your sexual purity and then what would you then you know do how would you relate with one another within that relationship um because you find out that most times it's because people don't even actually know what to do with themselves so the next thing they then start doing is uh, start playing with their bodies because they really can't think of any other thing that they can do uh with themselves while they are in that relationship but there's so much more that you can do outside sex so uh it's those principles that we'll try to look at one after the other uh you have to learn to be kind to each other so this is deliberate intentional you be kind to your partner you also you know learn to be patient with each other when you have misunderstandings the two of you are coming from different backgrounds you have different perspectives about you know various issues so there's bound to be conflicts there are, there's bound to be moments of misunderstanding but when you misunderstand each other be patient bear with one another you don't have to yell at each other at the same time if one person is blowing their tops the other person calms down and tries to understand where the other person is coming from the two of you cannot be losing your temper at the same time you learn to be patient with one another in your moments of disagreement love also means that loving each other means that you're also not uh, jealous so you don't need to feel threatened or insecure when you see your significant other with another member of the opposite sex you should feel secure in your own skin even when you see your partner with another member of the opposite sex some feel so insecure that they just the fact that they are citing their partner with someone else just 
triggers off the jealousy button they become very possessive but long before you came into the picture the person had friends and they could have been members of the opposite sex or if just if the person doesn't even have friends who are members of the opposite sex the person has probably um you know colleagues you know at work or maybe business partners you know stuff like that there are things that bring members of the opposite sex around or in you know in contact with your partner uh, so you, you should not allow you know yourself to be undermined by so much insecurity that just seeing a member of the opposite sex you have not even taken your time to know who exactly is this person you know your your all your alarm buttons are off and you are becoming aggressive um you 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 become something else you become you know you 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 become a terror uh, just because you don't want to see anyone, any member of the opposite sex with your um, partner. So that there, there should, you know, you, you, you should be comfortable in your skin to know that when you see a member of the opposite sex with your partner, the first thing that you come to your mind shouldn't be that he or she is sleeping with that person or is having an affair. That shouldn't be the first thing that should come to your mind. There should be some element of trust. You know between you and your partner uh, love also means you're not being boastful so um you need to understand that your significant other is your cheerleader and is not your opponent or competitor like you would have in a boxing or wrestling ring or like you would encounter an opponent on the battlefield where you then have to start shouting out your strengths and advantages to your opponent in order to intimidate them so that you can win the war your significant other is not someone that you brag to your significant other is your cheerleader one who is cheering you on you know to do great things to do wonderful things not someone that you feel that um, you need to intimidate love is also uh, not proud so um, a proud person typically feels puffed up and um thinks he or she is superior to others uh, such a person tends to look down on others and would definitely or typically say it's either my way or the highway so such a person has very little regard for the opinions you know or the perspective of um, the other person in that relationship pride is a relationship killer love also means uh, you're not rude and not being rude means that it, it means that you are kind and you're considerate in your utterances your words minister life to your partner so you should be able to say you know baby you look good you know you you, you should be able to compliment your your partner you know sincerely you know you 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 your your words you know build up your partner not tear them down uh, or, or you're verbally abusive these are relationship killers so sometimes you're wondering and i did every other thing i gave my best i did and why didn't the, you know things still work out sometimes it's just little little things that you're not paying attention to that invariably build up reach a crescendo and then you find a situation where all the you know cards fall apart and love also means you're not demanding your own way you have to remember that it is two of you that are in a relationship 
so you have to learn to take on board the views and opinion of your partner like i said it's a proud person that would say it's either my way or the highway so no other perspective is to be considered other than yours you that is acting selfishly you are in a relationship you're not in a dictatorship where you're forcing down your views down the throat of another love is also not irritable and it keeps no record of wrongdoing <laughs> some of us uh, are victims of transferred aggression in our relationships you may find a situation where things are not working out maybe in the office or in uh, your partner's business or you know or their personal dreams and and then you find your partner now taking it out on you so everything you say irritates the other person because they are dealing with a personal frustration that the other person may have no idea about or probably knows about it but is unable to render much help need i talk about keeping a record of wrongdoings it's a relationship destroyer you're bringing up your partner's offenses that were committed six months two years ago from time to time it will invariably wear out your partner especially when they have admitted and apologized and even made restitution on the matter but each time you get angry you just dig up the mud and you bring up all their misdeeds when it's not as if you're satan the accuser of humanity who constantly brings up man's shortcomings before his maker look if if you've been offended by your partner and it has been brought to the fore and your partner has has made overtures to address that offense has made restitution has apologized let it stay where it is bury it let bygones be bygones not that each time you get angry and then you just keep running your mouth and you're going on and on talking about the offenses of five years ago two years ago you keep talking about them even when the person has told you i'm sorry i didn't you know and i has actually gone you know like even done a peace offering just to make peace with you over the matter but no you're still bringing it up these these are relationship killers and it is important that you pay attention to these elements uh, of what we talk about that constitutes the fear of god so let's go on a short break and when we return we'll conclude uh this first point uh this first building block of uh, a successful relationship which is the fear of god welcome back just a few minutes ago we were uh, looking at some of the qualities of love um, and um, we're looking at this under the, the the you know first building block which is the fear of god which is that if you fear him what are the elements of fearing God, you know, you know, as one of the building blocks of a successful relationship? Fearing God means that, number one, you um, acknowledge him. He's the builder of relationships. You acknowledge him. You acknowledge his presence in that relationship. And then, you know, secondly, you strive to live by his principles. You know, you strive to live by his 
um, guidelines in that relationship. And one of the first things that God appreciates is the fact that you keep sex where it's meant to be. Sex is created for marriage. Sex outside any other context, outside the marriage relationship is an aberration of what God intends. So the first thing you need to practice, first principle is sexual abstinence to keep off sex. You stay off sex till you're both married to each other. And then you then try to live out the qualities of love, learning to love one another. The two of you learn to love each other. And we've been looking at the various dimensions of love. And um, as our reference text, we have 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 to 7 and we're trying to unpack in practical terms what each one of those qualities what they mean you know in a practical sense you know learning to be kind to your partner be nice to your partner be mindfully nice be deliberate be intentional in being nice to your partner just you know determine within your heart just do nice and lovely things for your partner you know and it doesn't require that you have to break the bank because of that just be nice to your partner it could just be something even as little as maybe buying lunch if you can drive over to their workplace dropping off lunch for them or maybe buying dinner and just you know or seeing something nice and getting it for them or it could just you know just helping out it, it could whatever it is that is probably your partner's love language just you know try to speak it just you know it's part of being kind being nice to your partner so uh you know you're you're kind to to your significant other you're patient with them when you have misunderstandings you have to understand that the thing that needs to be tackled is that you know what is causing the conflict what is causing the disagreement not to attack your partner partner is not the one to be attacked is the issue that is causing that disagreement that needs to be attacked that needs to be resolved uh, other qualities of love include not being jealous you should feel secure enough in your own skin your first thought when you see your partner with a member of the opposite sex shouldn't be that ah he or she is already sleeping with this person or is dating them or wants to ask them out uh you, you should you should you know know where to draw the line other elements or aspects of love includes not being boastful uh not being proud also not being rude it also includes the fact that you are not irritable and you do not keep a record of wrongs as human beings we are prone to error um there's no one who is uh infallible that doesn't you know make mistakes and when your partner apologizes and makes restitution on the matter please please and please let bygones you know be bygones i'm not talking about a situation maybe for instance your partner is beating you blue black and then you say oh well we were told that you know we forgive and then we let bygones but that that's a different context and that will be treated under another topic but we're talking about you know it could maybe be he or she forgot your birthday i'm just saying as an example and the whole day went by and you know it didn't even occur and maybe the person you know remembered much later maybe in the dead of the night and here you are and has tried to make overtures 
and every time you have an argument you go like and you know and that's how you forgot my birthday three years ago and you know you keep going on and on and on about it this is just an example you know for want of a better example so you don't keep digging the mud digging up the dregs bringing up all your partner's shortcomings to remembrance let bygones be bygones when you know uh, you've been offended and a redress has been made on the matter dig it put it in the grave forget about it bury it and let it go and let it go so let's look at other aspects of love you know um, love does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out what does this mean so it has to you know it has to do with being fair it also has to do with you know being honest being transparent um so for instance can you tell your partner the truth you know can you you know look them in the eye if if you see that they're 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 in error you know can you have a conversation with them about about you know what it is you see the, the path that they're on you know that erroneous path that you know they are treading or do you have to hide what you're really thinking so if you see a defect if you see a flaw can you you can you have a respectful conversation about it it's not about i'm saying my mind i'm saying it the way it is i'm saying it who are black and white put yourself to in the shoes of your partner and ask yourself if you were addressed that way would you take that advice no matter how well intentioned it may be would you take them on board would you take such advice on board so you know uh you, you should so you should be able to feel comfortable comfortable enough to if you see things going wrong or your partner is deviating for you to be able to call them back in love have a respectful conversation and see how to walk around you know redressing the situation redressing the matter love also means that you don't give up on each other so love does not give up it never loses faith what does this mean it means that you keep believing the best about each other and love is always hopeful what does this mean it also means that um it's that you 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 remain you remain hopeful concerning yourselves and your relationship so you set aside time to pray concerning your relationship and its success you know that where you are hoping uh and that that it ends up in you know that it leads to the altar that you know it should be so you know and you know you continually commit it commit that you know relationship into the hands of god while doing the best that you can you know and believing the lord for the best concerning that particular relationship you know allowing his will to be done as it were concerning that relationship and then of course um love endures through every circumstance so what does this mean it means that regardless of whatever you go through uh you both have a solid commitment to each other so regardless of the pressures that you're facing life pressures work pressures uh family pressures whatever the nature of that pressure you both have an unflinching commitment to each other and uh this number one you know block uh, which is the fear of god and its various elements uh, they all form you know the building blocks of a good marriage uh, when you are married sex then comes in as the icing on the cake to bind the two of you together where you give yourselves freely to each other knowing uh, that the other person means well for you 
truly loves you, has your back, and is committed to you. So we'll stop here for today, and the next time we meet, uh, we'll take a look at the other building blocks of a successful relationship. Thank you for taking out the time to listen, and I will talk to you soon again. Bye-bye. Welcome back. Just a few minutes ago, we were uh, looking at some of the qualities of love. Um, and um, we're looking at this under the, the, the you know, first building block, which is the fear of God, which is that if you fear him, what are the elements of fearing God, you know, you know, as one of the building blocks of a successful relationship? Fearing God means that, number one, you um, acknowledge him. He's the builder of relationships. You acknowledge him. You acknowledge his presence in that relationship. And then, you know, secondly, you strive to live by his principles. You know, you strive to live by his um, guidelines in that relationship and one of the first things that God appreciates is the fact that you keep sex where it's meant to be sex is created for marriage sex outside any other context outside the marriage relationship is an aberration of what God intends so the first thing you need to practice first principle is sexual abstinence to keep off sex you stay off sex to you're both married to each other and then you then try to live out the qualities of love learning to love one another the two of you learn to love each other and we've been looking at the various dimensions of love and um as our reference text we have first corinthians 13 verses 4 to 7 and we're trying to unpack in practical terms what each one of those qualities what they mean you know in a practical sense you know learning to be kind to your partner be nice to your partner 
be mindfully nice be deliberate be intentional in being nice to your partner just you know determine within your heart just do nice and lovely things for your partner you know and it doesn't require that you have to break the bank because of that just be nice to your partner it could just be something even as little as maybe buying lunch if you can drive over to their workplace dropping up lunch for them or maybe buying dinner and just you know or seeing something nice and getting it for them or it could just you know just helping out it, it could whatever it is that is probably your partner's love language just you know try to speak it just you know it's part of being kind being nice to your partner so uh you know you're, you're kind to to your significant other you're patient with them when you have misunderstandings you have to understand that the thing that needs to be tackled is that you know what is causing the conflict what is causing the disagreement not to attack your partner your partner is not the one to be attacked is the issue that is causing that disagreement that needs to be attacked that needs to be resolved uh, other qualities of love include not being jealous you should feel secure enough in your own skin your first thought when you see your partner with a member of the opposite sex shouldn't be that ah he or she is already sleeping with this person or is dating them or wants to ask them out uh you, you should you should you know know where to draw the line other elements or aspects of love includes not being boastful uh not being proud also not being rude it also includes the fact that you are not irritable and you do not keep a record of wrongs as human beings we are prone to error um there's no one who is uh infallible that doesn't you know make mistakes and when your partner apologizes and makes restitution on the matter please please and please let bygones you know be bygones i'm not talking about a situation maybe for instance your partner is beating you blue black and then you say oh well we were told that you know we forgive and then we let bygones but that that's a different context and that will be treated under another topic but we're talking about you know it could maybe be he or she forgot your birthday i'm just saying for as an example and the whole day went by and you know it didn't even occur and maybe the person you know remembered much later maybe in the dead of the night and here you are and has tried to make overtures and every time you have an argument you go like and you know and that's how you forgot my birthday three years ago and you know you keep going on and on and on about it this is just an example you know for want of a better example so you don't keep digging the mud digging up the dregs bringing up all your partner's shortcomings to remembrance let bygones be bygones when you know uh, you've been offended and a redress has been made on the matter dig it put it in the grave forget about it bury it and let it go and let it go so let's look at other aspects of love you know um, love does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out what does this mean so it has to you know it has to do with being fair it also has to do with you know being honest being transparent um so for instance can you tell your partner the truth you know can you you know look them in the eye if if you see that they're 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 in error 
you know, can you have a conversation with them about, about, you know, what it is you see, the, the path that they're on, you know, that erroneous path that, you know, they are treading? Or do you have to hide what you're really thinking? So if you see a defect, if you see a flaw, can you, you, can you have a respectful conversation about it? It's not about, I'm saying my mind, I'm saying it the way it is, I'm saying it who are black and white. Put yourself to in the shoes of your partner and ask yourself if you are addressed that way would you take that advice no matter how well intentioned it may be would you take them on board would you take such advice on board so you know uh you, you should so you should be able to feel comfortable comfortable enough to if you see things going wrong or your partner is deviating for you to be able to call them back in love have a respectful conversation and see how to walk around you know redressing the situation redressing the matter love also means that you don't give up on each other so love does not give up it never loses faith what does this mean it means that you keep believing the best about each other and love is always hopeful what does this mean it also means that um it's that you 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 remain you remain hopeful concerning yourselves and your relationship so you set aside time to pray concerning your relationship and its success you know that where you are hoping uh and that that it ends up in you know that it leads to the altar that you know it should be so you know and you know you continually commit it commit that you know relationship into the hands of god while doing the best that you can you know and believing the lord for the best concerning that particular relationship you know allowing his will to be done as it were concerning that relationship and then of course um love endures through every circumstance so what does this mean it means that regardless of whatever you go through uh you both have a solid commitment to each other so regardless of the pressures that you're facing life pressures work pressures uh family pressures whatever the nature of that pressure you both have an unflinching commitment to each other and uh this number one you know block uh, which is the fear of god and his various elements uh, they all form you know the building blocks of a good marriage uh when you are married sex then comes in as the icing on the cake to bind the two of you together where you give yourselves freely to each other knowing uh, that the other person means well for you, truly loves you, has your back, and is committed to you. So we'll stop here for today, and the next time we meet, uh, we'll take a look at the other building blocks of a successful relationship. Thank you for taking out the time to listen, and I will talk to you soon again. Bye-bye.